All right, Crowley, we have a major uh, roster move. It came Part of it came down after the game that Stroman threw, and then the other part of it just came hours ago. But uh, Kyle Hendricks is back, coming off the IL first time since last July. David Ross saying that uh, it feels normal around here to have Kyle Hendricks back. But what was the corresponding move in order to make room on the 40-man roster? Yeah, this one was um, what I was expecting, and... I have a feeling, I don't know, I feel like Jed is like finally kind of making some moves that I wanted to see. Nick Magical was optioned to Iowa. I thought that was the right move. You know I've kind of been behind that one. Um, I, I think disagree. That, I, I would have I would have moved Master Boney. Okay, I think that in my opinion, I think that you do need a center fielder. And Mike Talkman, he's looked good, I think. I, I, I mean... You know, I know that he's kind of playing yeah, he's fine. up again. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Legit outfielder. You 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 have Patrick Wisdom. You have um, you know you you have all you have Edwin Rios up as a lefty. I'm I'm fine. I don't Nick Magical doesn't do a lot for me. I, I'm I'm sorry. You look at the numbers, just not that great. I, I mean, he's okay, but I'm fine with him going down. All right. Do you think he ever comes back up? Don't know. I mean, it's it's. You're having to worry too about uh, just keeping finding at bats for Christopher Morel, and I think that part of the reason he has problems is he has not had consistent at bats in a defensive position. Um, his brother Raphael, who plays for Myrtle Beach, same thing. They move him around all over the place. It works for some players, but I think if you just let Morel settle into third, I think that that's the best option. I think they're going to use him a lot in DH, which I think is the right move. Um, but I think his best defensive position would be third base, and I'd like to see him get every start that Patrick Wisdom's not making there. All right, a couple other stories. Uh, Feel-good story. Nick Birdie, local guy, made good. First time a Cubs pitcher had hit 100 miles an hour or higher on the speed gun since the 2016 World Series. He had to move to the IL because of an emergency appendectomy back on Wednesday. Yep, and so... It has been weird. The Cubs have had like a weird rash of emergency appendectomies. I remember, you remember Clint Frazier, who was Jackson Frazier, but I think he's back to Clint Frazier. He was on the White Sox. He's on the White Sox now, but he he's on the White Sox ha- now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had an emergency appendectomy. There was another one. This is Aloy Jimenez, the former Cub, now White Sox, had an emergency appendectomy. Yeah. It's just kind of weird to me. But, you know, Javier's back. And we talked on the last episode with Tommy Birch, and I asked him about Javier. and had been inconsistent so i'm just really hoping that he he just gives it you know he he gets to do that long inning role and really shows the cubs the best that he can so that he can stay up you know yep 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 and, yep yep and then boxberger we get a little news on him yep no structural damage in his forearm which is good but he will have to rest to reduce inflammation which you know dustin i'm okay with and and i'm just I don't know, you know, you can, if you have the MLB TV, you can watch all the minor league games, which I love to do. And our friend Alex Cohen does a great job with the uh, Iowa Cubs. And you're just taking a look. Every time Cody Hewer comes out there, it's just getting more and more impressive. And you're getting more and more exciting just to see what this kid can do um, in the minor leagues. I, I don't know exactly when he's coming up. But he is eligible to come off the 60-day IL shortly. 
And so when that happens, he's been in Iowa and he's been throwing upper 90s and he's been throwing 100 miles per hour as well. So he's eligible to come out on 529. So that's next week. And so he is someone that I don't know if they're going to call up, call up maybe, maybe mid to end June. But when he comes, if you have a chance to watch the Iowa Cubs, this guy is just throwing flames. And I'm All right, super I'll take a look at. I'll take a look. To, I'll take a look to see that. I've read quite a bit about him, but I have not. Uh, I have not seen him. You know what makes Memorial Day extra special, Crowley? Cubs at home, barbecue, beer, and the Cincinnati Reds coming to town. Oh yeah, and and so it's this is this is going to be something that we got to kind of you know they've only played the Reds once. That was in early April. It was their second series of the season on the road. And that was a split, and the third game was rained out. So that was Drew Smiley's really bad start that we always talk about. That was game one against Connor Overton. He went 4.2 innings, gave up seven runs, six of them earned. The Cubs uh, were uh, were up 6-4 to four when Jason Bossler hit a three-run home run in the fifth to put the Reds ahead, and that was the winning run as the Reds took it 7-6. to six. And then the Cubs came roaring back in game two. Hayden Wisniewski against Luis Sesa. The Reds were up 3-1, but the Cubs came to life, scoring runs in the sixth through ninth inning with that big sixth-run seventh inning. So they've only played two, and they've split them. So that's going to be the interesting thing to see what happens. When we look at the standings now, it, it's it's the Cardinals, as we talked about last time, were for a split second ahead of the Cubs, but now the Cubs have very carefully retaking the lead. They're 22 and 25 with the Cardinals right behind them at 23 and 29 and Cincinnati in last place, 21 and 29. Milwaukee. What did David Ross uh, call this division? Horseshit, right? He called this a horseshit division. Shitty division. Yeah. Shitty division. He's right. And because as bad as the Cubs have played in May, they are 4.5 games back of the Brewers they're just 2.5 games back from the Pirates, and they are only um, two games back in the wild card. So they're they're very much in this, Dustin. Far from over, Crowley. Far, far from over. All right. What about the uh, what about any key guys that the uh, Reds added or lost? Well, they they added Will Myers. Uh, infield outfielder. They added Luke Weaver, right-handed pitcher. Luke Maley, catcher. Kevin Newman, notorious. Hello, Newman. Player. Yep, he's back. And then infielder Nick Solick, and they lost infielder Kyle Farmer. So hopefully, you know, this is – we were surprised at how well the Cubs have done, and they're going for the sweep tonight. They really need to do damage against these Reds. Absolutely. Yep, you got it to win three maybe even all four, you know you got you got to win this series no doubt about it you got now, to win this series just so our listeners are aware the Reds split a four game series at home with the cardinals who were really hot so th- you know baseball is just a funny sport man like sometimes you get hot sometimes things go your way uh i'm, I'm just hoping that the cubs are hot right now and can continue playing like they've been playing lately and getting those runners in scoring position in all right, Crowley, as uh, God would intend it, uh, game one Friday is a day game, right? Friday, 120, and get your beer bet and, and sit in the bleachers. Justin Steele, 6-1 and one with a 220 ERA versus Hunter Green, 0-4 oh 
with a 468 ERA. And this is, you know, Dustin, this is something that having Kyle Hendricks does is it just gives you so much more depth. And so Justin Steele, who is now 6-1 with a 220 ERA, last time against the Phillies, six innings pitch, four hits, zero runs, one walk, and six Ks. The guy has just been answering the bell every time for the Cubs. Just phenomenal. Just enjoyed watching him pitch all year, and hopefully he can do more of the same. Yeah. He's going to be taking on Hunter Green, which I think when you talk about that Steele versus Hunter Green matchup, I think that's one that Cub fans are going to be watching for a long, long time. The results really haven't been there for uh, Green this year. He's 0-4 with a 468 ERA. Against the Yankees, he went seven innings pitch, gave up four hits, four and runs, three walks, and 10 Ks. You know, he, he can he can really he can throw some heat up there, but, you know, sometimes he can get a little wild, and that's where you can take advantage. Against Colorado, he went four innings pitch, gave up nine hits, six earned runs, one walk with eight strikeouts. So the strikeout numbers will always be high with him, but it's just a question of, you know, the walks and the hits. You, you can get to him, you know? Absolutely. Game number two, Jamison Tyone getting a couple of extra days rest. That hopefully uh, will be a recipe that uh, works out. And he's taking on Brandon Williamson. <laughs> yep, Jamison Tyone. Hopefully you're right. Hopefully the rest is all that it is. The, I know him and Tommy Hadaby are probably working hard. I don't know if you mentioned anything on the Mully and Haw show, but 0-3 with an 8-10 ERA. Disaster last time in Philly, 2-1. gave up six. He went 2.1 innings. He gave up six runs in the first inning. He gave up six hits, three walks, and one K. Against Houston, he went 4.2 innings, gave up six, seven hits, four runs. It's just been an absolute struggle with this guy. So he's got to do something. You know, he, he just has to do something. He hasn't gone more than five innings in any single start this season. So I really don't think he can get much worse, right? So he can only go up. So let's see what happens. Now, the Cubs are going to be facing off against Brandon Williamson. And Brandon Williamson, remember the Reds make this made this big trade with Seattle. That's where... Uh, Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez went to the Mariners and then mm -hmm. the Reds got a lot of players back. And so they called this kid up on May 16th. And so he has started two games. 516 was his debut against Colorado. He went 5.2 innings, gave up two hits, one earned run, two walks and six Ks. So not bad at all. And then against the Cardinals, he went 4.1 innings, gave up four hits, three earned runs and four walks at three Ks. So a little more wildness in that start so you, you got to be asking yourself if you know you don't really know what you have against this kid so just be patient you know what i mean absolutely yep you saw you saw that with kodai Senga. they ran up his pitch count and, and that really was huge it's always to... it's always a good thing when you can do that always a good thing All, nothing bad happens when you can run up a guy's pitch count Right. You sit there and you get them out in the fourth, fifth inning. they got to go to their bullpen, and, and, and that's where you can really kind of do some damage. And so same thing with the kid, you know? Absolutely. All right, game three, Sunday afternoon, Drew Smiley going. Got to like that for a uh, opportunity for another good win. Yeah, Drew Smiley, he is 5-1 and one with a 2.93 ERA. Last start, I, I, that was the game I was at, Grateful Dead Night, quote-unquote. Um, he went five innings pitch, four hits, two earned runs against Houston. Six innings pitch, four hits, one earned run. 
and Minnesota, he ended up with six innings pitch, five hits, two earned runs. So this, this this just makes me feel better having Hendricks here. And the way this happens is that even with Tyone in the series, you still have Steele and Smiley going, right? Absolutely. And that that's why they did this, right? They, they wanted to split up the lefties. That's why they put Tyone where they did. Right, and, and just give him a little bit of extra rest. But when you have those four guys, and I don't know what Hendricks is going to give us tonight, but if he is what I think he's going to be, then you're going to have any given ch- – you have a chance to easily – I don't want to say you have a strong chance of winning anytime those four guys are pitching. When you're talking about Smiley, when you're talking about Steele, when you're talking about uh, Stroman and, when, and, and hopefully Hendricks. And if, if, yep. and, and, and if, if God willing, you know, Tyone ends up – you know, figuring it out, look a out. lot can change. Yeah, look out, right. If he can figure it out, look out. All right, Crawley, how about a little uh, who's hot and who's not, and then let's get into a prediction. Yeah, when we, when we talk about who's hot, right, who's not, you obviously know that Christopher Morrell continues to be hot there. He's six out of his last 18 with four home runs and five RBIs. I don't know if you can get any. And it looks to me like the strikeouts are starting to get a little bit better. And so he's got to, you know, his average is at 333, 400, but he's slugging over a thousand. So that that is just phenomenal. And Jan Gomes still doing it. He is 11 and four. He's had four hits out of his last 11. He's got two RBIs. He always just seems to me to be really clutch. You know. Yeah, he's been fantastic. I still say that, uh, especially in the month of April, he was the Cubs MVP. You're starting to see Drew uh, Smiley, 18 at bats, four hits. Only he has one home run and four RBIs, three walks, three K, so 222, 364, 444. Trey Mancini is starting to slow down, and obviously with Smiley, he's getting less at bats. But with this is the issue: you got Smiley. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you have uh, Mervis getting a lot of at bats, and you're getting um, you have to get Christopher Morel at bats, and so Trey Mancini, he only had six at bats in the last seven days, so it's been a struggle right. for him one hit and that's kind of the thing you worry about is who do you rest and and how does that affect their timing when they get a chance to hit right and he's got to understand that that's his new role with based on what uh you know mervis's potential and what uh christopher morell's been doing yep and and that's where that's where it gets hard now for the pirates of course it's going to be the reds for the reds Reds, Reds. sorry for the reds and that's why when i saw kevin newman former pirate but he's five for his last 12. He's got three RBIs, hitting 417, 462, 500. Look out for Spencer Steer at third base. He is 12 for his last 30 with one home run and six RBIs. He's slashing 400, 419, and 567. So somebody you may want to look out for. We talked about Will Myers being an addition they made on this team. He's one for his last 13. He has one RBI, so he's hitting 077, 250, and he's slugging 077 in his last seven games. So, struggling. Yep, that's uh, that's to say the very least that he's struggling. All right, Crowley, let's get into a prediction. How about that? I, I, I feel much more positive this time around, Dustin. I, I got a feeling that the Cubs are going to take two of three. Yeah, two or three safe, but don't be surprised when we get back here. We're talking about the broom and the sweep. I'd love to see it. Um, Jamison Tyone's got to prove something, man. And and so I, I will hesitate to call sweep when he has a game that he's starting. 
Absolutely. All right, that's a wrap. Hope everybody has a great uh, Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget to listen, download, review, subscribe to that Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W on Facebook and uh, Instagram. You can email us, flythew670gmail.com. And Crowley, you can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. The Cubs and the Professor are back. Go Cubs!